Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader today, this new week. We have today Sunday the 19th of June or the 20th on Sivan on the Hebrew calendar. And our new parasha or Torah portion this week is called Shalach and that means send. And the scripture portion from the Torah is Numbers or Bamidbar, chapter 13, verse 1 through verse 20. Before we start reading the scriptures, let's bless the Lord and thank Him for giving us His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. And the Lord spoke to Moshe, saying, Send men that they may spy out the land of Canaan, which I give to the sons of Israel. Of every tribe of their fathers you shall send a man, every one a prince among them. Moshe sent them from the wilderness in Paran, according to the command of the Lord. All of them were men who were heads of the sons of Israel. These were their names of the tribe of Reuven, Shamua, the son of Sakur, of the tribe of Shimon, Shaphat, the son of Hori, of the tribe of Yehuda, Kalev, the son of Yefune, of the tribe of Issachar, Igal, the son of Yosef, of the tribe of Ephraim, Hoshea, the son of Nun, of the tribe of Benjamin, Palti, the son of Rafu, of the tribe of Zvulun, Gadiel, the son of Sodi, of the tribe of Yosef, of the tribe of Manasseh, Gadi, the son of Susi, of the tribe of Dan, Amiel, the son of Gemali, of the tribe of Asher, Setur, the son of Michael, of the tribe of Naphtali, Nachbi, the son of Vopshi, of the tribe of Gad, Geuel, the son of Machi. These are the names of the men who Moshe sent to spy out the land. And Moshe called Hoshea, the son of Nun, Yoshua. Moshe sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said to them, Go up this way by the south and go up into the hill country. See what the land is like, and whether the people who dwell there are strong or weak, few or many. Is the land they dwell in good or bad? Are the cities they dwell in unwalled or fortified? Is the land fat or lean? Are there trees in it or not? Be courageous and bring some of the fruit of the land. Now the time was the time of the first ripe grapes. That was Numbers 13, 1 through 20. And our portion from the prophets is today the prophet Jeremiah or Yeremiahu, chapter 36. And it came to pass in the fourth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Yehuda, that this word came to Yeremiahu from the Lord, saying, 
Take a scroll of a book and write in it all the words that I have spoken to you against Israel and against Yehuda and against all the nations from the day I spoke to you, from the days of Josiah even to this day. It may be that the house of Yehuda will hear all the evil which I intend to do to them, that they may each return from his evil way, that I may forgive their iniquity and their sin. Then Jeremiahu called Baruch the son of Neriah, and Baruch wrote from the mouth of Jeremiahu all the words of the Lord, which he had spoken to him on a scroll of a book. And Jeremiahu commanded Baruch, saying, I am restricted, I cannot go into the house of the Lord. Therefore you go and read from the scroll which you have written from my mouth the words of the Lord in the ears of the people in the house of the Lord on the fast day. Also you should read them in the ears of all Yehuda who come out of their cities. It may be they will present their supplication before the Lord and will each return from his evil way. For the Lord has pronounced great anger and wrath against his people. And Baruch, the son of Neriah, did according to all that Jeremiahu the prophet commanded him, reading in the scroll the words of the Lord in the house of the Lord. And it came to pass in the fifth year of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Yehuda, in the ninth month, that all the people in Jerusalem and all the people who came from the cities of Yehuda to Jerusalem proclaimed a fast before the Lord. Then Baruch read the words of Jeremiahu from the book in the house of the Lord, in the room of Gemariah the son of Shaphan, the scribe in the upper court, at the entry of the new gate of the house of the Lord, in the ears of all the people. When Micaiah, the son of Gemariah, the son of Shaphan, had heard out of the book all the words of the Lord, he went down into the king's house, into the scribe's room, and behold, all the princes were sitting there. Elishama the scribe, Deliah the son of Shemaiah, Elnatan the son of Achbor, Gemariah the son of Shaphan, Sidikiah the son of Hananiah, and all the princes. Then Micaiah declared to them all the words that he had heard, when Baruch read the book in the ears of the people. Therefore all the princes sent Yehudi, the son of Netanyah, the son of Shelemiah, the son of Cushi, to Baruch, saying, Take in your hand the scroll in which you have read in the ears of the people, and come. So Baruch the son of Neriah took the scroll in his hand and came to them. They said to him, Sit down now and read it in our hearing. So Baruch read it in their hearing. And it came to pass when they had heard all the words that they turned in fear one toward another and said to Baruch, We will surely tell the king of all these words. And they asked Baruch, saying, Tell us now, how did you write all these words at his mouth? And Baruch answered them, He dictated all these words to me with his mouth, and I wrote them with ink in the book. Then the princes said to Baruch, 
Go hide yourself, you and Yeremiahu, and let no man know where you are. So they went into the king to the court, but they had laid up the scroll in the room of Elishama the scribe. Then they told all the words in the hearing of the king. So the king sent Yehudi to get the scroll, and he took it out of the room of Elishama the scribe. And Yehudi read it in the hearing of the king, and in the hearing of all the princes who stood beside the king. Now the king was sitting in the winter house in the ninth month, and there was a fire in the brazier burning before him. And it came to pass, when Yehudi had read three or four leaves, that the king cut it with a penknife and cast it into the fire, until all the scroll was consumed in the fire that was in the brazier. The king and his servants who heard all these words were not afraid and did not tear their garments. Moreover, Elnatan and Deliah and Gemariah had made intercession to the king that he would not burn the scroll, but he would not listen to them. The king commanded Jeremiah, the king's son, and Sariah, the son of Asriel, and Shalemiah, the son of Abdeel, to arrest Baruch the scribe and Yermiahu the prophet, but the Lord hid them. Then the word of the Lord came to Yermiahu after the king had burnt the scroll, and the words which Baruch wrote at the mouth of Yermiahu, saying, Take again another scroll, and write in it all the former words that were in the first scroll, which Jehoiakim, the king of Yehuda, has burnt. Concerning Jehoiakim, king of Yehuda, you shall say, This is what the Lord says, You have burnt this scroll, saying, Why have you written therein, saying, The king of Babel will certainly come and destroy this land, and will cause to cease from there man and animal. Therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning Jehoiakim, king of Yehuda. He will have no one to sit on the throne of David. His dead body will be cast out in the day to the heat, and in the night to the frost. I will punish him, his offspring, and his servants for their iniquity. I will bring on them, on the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and on the men of Yehuda, all the evil that I have pronounced against them. But they did not listen. Then took Jeremiah another scroll and gave it to Baruch the scribe, the son of Neriah, who wrote therein from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words of the book which Jehoiakim king of Yehuda had burnt in the fire, and many similar words were added to them. That was Jeremiah chapter 36. Now we have come to our portion from the writings, which today will be from Daniel chapter 2. Now, in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar had dreams, and his spirit was troubled, and his sleep went from him. Then the king commanded that the magicians, the enchanters, the sorcerers, and the custom be called to tell the king his dreams. So they came in and stood before the king. The king said to them, I have dreamed a dream, and my spirit is troubled to know the dream. 
Then the Kastim spoke to the king in the Syrian language. O king, live forever. Tell your servants the dream, and we will show the interpretation. The king answered and said to the Kastim, The thing has gone from me. If you do not make known to me the dream and its interpretation, you will be cut in pieces, and your houses will be made a dunghill. But if you show the dream and its interpretation, you will receive of me gifts and rewards and great honor. Therefore, show me the dream and its interpretation. They answered the second time and said, Let the king tell his servants the dream, and we will show the interpretation. The king answered and said, I know of a certainty that you are trying to gain time, because you see the thing has gone from me. But if you do not make known to me the dream, there is but one law for you, for you have prepared lying and corrupt words to speak before me until the situation changes. So tell me the dream, and I will know that you can show me its interpretation. The Castians answered before the king and said, There is not a man on the earth who can show the king's matter, because no king, lord or ruler, has asked such a thing of any magician or enchanter or Castian. It is a rare thing that the king requires, and there is no other who can show it before the king, except the gods whose dwelling is not with flesh. For this cause the king was angry and very furious, and commanded to destroy all the wise men of Bavel. So the decree went out, and the wise men were to be slain, and they sought Daniel and his companions to be slain. Then Daniel returned answer with counsel and discretion to Arioch, the captain of the king's guard, who had gone out to kill the wise men of Babel. He answered and said to Arioch, the king's captain, Why is the decree so urgent from the king? Then Arioch made the thing known to Daniel. Daniel went in and desired of the king that he would appoint him a time, and he would show the king the interpretation. Then Daniel went to his house and made the thing known to Hananiah, Mishael and Azariah, his companions, that they would desire mercies of the God of heaven concerning this secret, that Daniel and his companions would not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babel. Then the secret was revealed to Daniel in a vision of the night. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God for ever and ever for wisdom and might are his. He changeth the times and the seasons. He removes kings and sets up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals the deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him. I thank you and praise you, O God, O my fathers, for you have given me wisdom and might and have now made known to me what we desired of you. For you have made known to us the king's matter. Therefore Daniel went in to Arioch, whom the king had appointed to destroy the wise men of Babel. He went and said this to him, Do not destroy the wise men of Babel, 
Bring me in before the king, and I will show to the king the interpretation. Then Arioch brought in Daniel before the king in haste and said this to him, I have found a man of the children of the captivity of Yehuda who will make known to the king the interpretation. The king answered and said to Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, Are you able to make known to me the dream which I have seen and its interpretation? Daniel answered before the king and said, The secret which the king has demanded cannot be shown to the king by wise men, enchanters, magicians, or soothsayers. But there is a God in heaven who reveals secrets, and he has made known to King Nebuchadnezzar what will be at the end of days. Your dream and the visions of your head on your bed are these. As for you, O king, your thoughts came on your bed, which should happen hereafter. And he who reveals secrets has made known to you what will happen. But as for me, this secret is not revealed to me for any wisdom that I have more than any living, but to the intent that the interpretation may be made known to the king, and that you may know the thoughts of your heart. You, O king, saw, and behold, a great image. This image, which was mighty, and whose brightness was excellent, stood before you, and its appearance was terrifying. As for this image, its head was of fine gold, its breast and its arms of silver, its belly and its thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet part of iron and part of clay. You saw until a stone was cut out without hands, which struck the image on its feet that were of iron and clay, and broke them in pieces. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were broken in pieces together and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors, and the wind carried them away so that no place was found for them. And the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This is the dream, and we will tell its interpretation before the king. You, O king, are king of kings, to whom the God of heaven has given the kingdom, the power, the strength, and the glory. And wherever the children of men dwell, he has given the animals of the field and the birds of the sky into your hand, and has made you ruler over them all. You are the head of gold. And after you, another kingdom will arise that is inferior to you, and another third kingdom of bronze, which will rule over all the earth. And the fourth kingdom will be strong as iron, because iron breaks in pieces and subdues all things. And as iron that crushes all these, it will break in pieces and crush. Whereas you saw the feet and toes, part of potter's clay and part of iron, it will be a divided kingdom, but there will be in it of the strength of the iron, because you saw the iron mixed with miry clay. As the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom will be partly strong and partly broken. Whereas you saw the iron mixed with miry clay, they will mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they will not cling to one another, even as iron does not mix with clay. In the days of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom which will never be destroyed, nor will its sovereignty 
be left to another people, but it will break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it will stand forever. Because you saw that a stone was cut out out of the mountain without hands, and that it broke in pieces the iron, the bronze, the, si the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God has made known to the king what will happen hereafter. The dream is certain, and its interpretation sure. Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face, worshipped Daniel, and commanded that they should offer an offering and sweet odors to him. The king answered to Daniel and said, Of a truth your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings and a revealer of secrets, since you have been able to reveal this secret. Then the king made Daniel great and gave him many great gifts and made him rule over the whole province of Babel and to be chief governor over all the wise men of Babel. And Daniel requested of the king, and he appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the affairs of the province of Babel. But Daniel was in the king's gate. That was Daniel chapter 2. And now we have come to our final portion for today, the apostolic writings. And we will read 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, <clears throat> excuse me, as we have received mercy, we do not faint, but we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by the manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But even if our good news is veiled, it is veiled in those who are dying, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelieving, that the light of the good news of the glory of Mashiach, who is the image of God, should not dawn on them. For we do not proclaim ourselves, but Mashiach Yeshua as Lord, and ourselves as your servants for Yeshua's sake, seeing it is God who said, Light will shine out of darkness who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Yeshua the Mashiach. But we have this treasure in clay vessels, that the exceeding greatness of the power may be of God and not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side, yet not crushed, perplexed, yet not to despair, pursued, yet not forsaken, struck down, yet not destroyed, always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Yeshua, that the life of Yeshua may also be revealed in our body. For we who live are always delivered to death for Yeshua's sake, that the life also of Yeshua may be revealed in our mortal flesh. So then death works in us, but life in you. And since we have the same spirit of faith, according to that which is written, I believed, and therefore I spoke. We also believe, and therefore we also speak, knowing that he who raised the Lord Yeshua will raise us also with Yeshua, and will present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that the grace being multiplied through the many 
may cause the thanksgiving to abound to the glory of God. Therefore we do not lose heart, but though our outward man is decaying, yet our inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is for the moment, works for us more and more exceedingly, an eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. That was Second Corinthians chapter 4. If you are reading through the Apostolic Scriptures twice this cycle, you would also read Mark chapter 15, verse 1 through verse 24 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. I hope you've been encouraged by listening to the Word of God. And I wish you all a Shavuot Tov, a blessed new week. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Thank you.